0: Yeah Wonder wonder where get the will Wonder why they don't like me baby Proud is on me yeah I'm clean lady Yeah
1: yeah they testing for the fish All these motherfuckers yeah. I already said I'm going I'm finna eat this into I'm so skinny so I guess I'm queen. young fly nigga with JBG I want a girl that has a passion a type of girl that's
0: into fashion want to look at her eyes distracted I'm supposed to pick though it's like it's like it's we both know the truth
1: Welcome back to the podcast Senora Vibes by Alicia and I am here today because you know what we are getting ready and gearing up for a really big event something awesome that's coming to Houston that we're actually setting up for Houston ourselves and um, you know this this podcast it has always been about educating and inspiring and um, sharing what you what we learn along the way and all those things that we that we do know how to do and how we can help others learn how to do it as well So one of the things that I've always get questions on is like how do I oh how do I create my own podcast So that is what we're going to be talking a little bit about today but more importantly we're going to be talking about the first um, podcast inaugural podcast, experience event in Houston. And it's it's a big word. Damn it. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm joined by my what can I call you, Alice? You're like everything to (laughs) me right now. Like, I wish I could just like uh, take you everywhere you go with me right now I'm just you're my brand you're my coordinator yeah you're like (laughs) you're my event coordinator my brand manager my photographer (laughs) um so Alice uh, Briscoe is a fabulous influencer she's a businesswoman she's an entrepreneur she's a mama and uh we know each other for a few years now um, when she visited me at my um at my store which was not very far from here where we are now and you know we just connected and we and I saw something in her a hard-working young lady that I was like oh she's got a ton of potential and I cannot wait to kind of like you know meet her and get to know her a little bit more and we started doing photography you remember that yeah, Alice I like we started doing name. photos you yeah like all the outfits Yeah, and then you also modeled for me as well at the store, so that was really cool. And what we're going to be talking today is like how to plan a badass conference event experience. Right,
0: and that's going to be a big one because we're already maybe 30 days, less than 30 days out from our current event. Yeah. So I'm excited, and she's excited because we're basically creating a learning experience I would wish somebody would give to me too.
1: Right. Right. Yeah.
0: So where do we start?
1: Yeah. So let's start where, how, where did the idea come from? Let's start there, right? I think the idea has been um, in our minds for a while. I think we've been thinking about, like, how do we make something special for other people out there who want to do podcasting or who want to just, you know, share their message with an audience? Some people do influencing, some people do blogging, a writing you know, there's just so many ways to just kind of to convey a message. And audio is one of the best ways, I think, for people to just kind of like grasp, I don't know, it could be a story, like I love to hear podcasts. It's one of my favorite things I love to do. Um, And when COVID happened, like I started mine in, in March of 2020. So it's already three and a half years. And there's some this is something that I really love and enjoy, especially when I get to teach you guys how to do something. And so today, Alice and I are going to teach you and help you and um, uh, give you some pointers and some advice and tips on how to create a badass event. Because that's something we're really good at. We're both event planners. um, And we love event planning on top of everything else that we do. I think this is the part that we really enjoy, right, Alice? Yeah, this is our
0: bread and butter of like making us feel good about something. Because I know Alicia loves to like put on an event So where it's, like, top quality, you enjoy it, and you don't just take away one nugget, you take away, like, a few. Right. And it's worth your while. It's not something that she just puts together to say, hey, I did an event, and then pray somebody show up. No, she's meticulous about it. And uh, with an event, the first thing you want to do is start out with an idea. So that's the first step. That's the idea.
1: Yeah, and the idea was let's create something where people can come in and learn about podcasting from other podcasters, right? So one of the ways that we started this um, whole planning process was like, okay, what is the mission? Number one is to inspire and to educate, right? Right. So we started with that first goal, and so that's where we came to the idea of the Texas Podgals Experience. Why experience? Because we want it to be um, memorable. We want it to be... um, experiential we want people to come in and experience something take notes meet with other panelists meet other podcasters
0: way more fulfilling than a brunch but you feel like you went to a conference packed all into one that's the initial concept that we came up with to make sure it's not oh i'm going to be here for two to three days no you're going to get what you would from two to three days at a conference here with an experience with us with from 11 to two so yep. less than four hours you'd mm-hmm. get the same amount of Uh, jewels from this
1: experience a bunch of gems and it's going to be October 7th so that's the day we've already decided we're going to have our um, and then we went on to look for a location I think that was one of the first things that we wanted to to do and we looked at peer space we looked at other at restaurants we looked at warehouses right location 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 and one of the biggest pet peeves that I have when I go to events or conferences is like there's not never enough parking and so when we were looking around I said it's it's so essential that there's a lot of parking. It has to be easy to get in and out. And we talked about, well, you know, it's upstairs, it's downstairs. I wanted something that was on the first floor where we don't have to drag anything up some elevator, so it needed to be that. Um, So those are things to consider when you're inviting and you're planning your own event. Like, think about, are your guests going to want to be, you know, uh, parking a half a mile away. Yeah, are, no. are your vendors going to have a hard time coming in and out and bringing in their things? I
0: love the venue you picked out. Uh, the Cuvee Collective. Yeah. The parking space and not only that uh, it's actually very handicap accessible versus some places in Houston like even the restrooms are accessible so I love that about yeah. that venue.
1: I do too. So how did I find the Cuvee Collective? So my husband is a, um, a student of wine and One of his teachers, one of his first class teachers, is Jeannie, and Jeannie owns the Cuvee Collective over here in West Houston. So it's a really beautiful space. I had gone to their like big opening, and when I started thinking of venues, I thought, you know what, Jeannie's space might be perfect because it's also a warehouse, right? Beyond perfect, and it's gorgeous. It's just such a beautiful designed place. It's got. So much natural light, which is so important for all of our influencers that are coming and want to no, do yeah. photography. If you don't make it to this event, <laughs> you'll regret it because she
0: has some exclusive rooms she's letting us in, like the Marie Antoinette room, mm, and isn't it's that styled pretty. so beautifully.
1: Yeah, so she's got a re- she's got great taste, and not only that, but it's female owned. So we always want to support Women. small business and support female owned businesses. Um, and she's somebody that also supports other. Females right. in, in, in wine, in teaching, in so many different ways. And so one other thing you want to consider is how many guests are you going to have, right? right? So you've got to think about the how space. many. So, yeah. So if you think, okay, maybe 50, for sure the space, it's 50 or 60 just sort of depends on what your thought process is in that so you have to consider how many guests you're wanting to invite and then the location needs to be able to accommodate, accommodate. yeah and yeah. the parking as well you can't, you can't remember that accommodations. so i think oh another thing you want to consider is what is your budget do you even have a budget and if you do have a budget how much is it and how are you going to meet those those budget requirements right
0: which make, brings into like play vendors yeah. And just kind of make it possible for you to do that if you don't have access to sponsors. Right. Which sponsors usually require at least three months out. You can't just, you know, willy nilly say I want an event next week and I want sponsors
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: unless, you know, people. And if you know people like some people do know people. Yeah. Then, yeah, that can happen. But if you're not that person and you need to plan it out accordingly, maybe three months out.
1: And, and definitely um, overestimate your budget because you'll discover that little by little things start adding up and you'll start thinking, OK, so how much am I going to pay for food? How much how how much will I pay for beverages, decorations, how much entertainment and if I'm willing to to pay for that entertainment, what can we do for entertainment, um, the staff? You know, there's a staff in there too, as well as, you know, photographers, um, videographers, your audio people, if you're needing audio, anything that, that needs to be paid or somebody that's going to provide a service or a product like that's something you need to calculate all of that from the very beginning. And most of the time you kind of guesstimate what that's going to cost. And then little by little, you start to look at your budget and then you start to think, okay, now we need to definitely, yeah. Where can we bring in? So Definitely start thinking about that. The next thing that we did was we created a media kit because we wanted to be able to start sending that kit out to sponsors, vendors, panelists, people who were going to be participating. Yeah,
0: and even though it's the first event, it, you make it as though it's been happening for 10 years. You make it look really nice, and you present it well the first time, so we leave a lasting impression on whoever puts eyes on it. Absolutely. To be like, I want to be a part of that next year for sure.
1: Yeah. And those of you that are thinking about planning an event or putting something together, please don't do basic (laughs) because people will talk shit about your basic event. Like, don't do that. If you're going to do something, do it right and go all the way. Like, go for it. It's a lot of work and definitely I can't do this conference without Alice and I can't do it without Alicia Brownell who's doing some of our copy and she's putting out a press release. There's a team that goes along with it. So start finding people that you can work with as a team and bring them on so that they can everybody has like a role and a responsibility as well. Right.
0: Yeah. And then also, you know, find collaborators if you can, if you don't, um, you know, have to work alone then go ahead and find somebody who wants the same mission as you. Like, that's the why. Why are you doing this event? Like, there are other people that probably want to do it with you. Mm -hmm. So you can reach out and have them help you.
1: With it. Right, right. And that's one of the criteria, it's like for the venue that I think is important for people to consider when they're planning an event. Like, how bougie do you want it to be? <laughs> or how fancy? Or how um, basic? Or regular? I mean, it could be anything. I think everybody
0: wants it to be that way, but they don't think about certain aspects as much. Like, so what? Like, um, for example, your location. If you don't have signage, how do you expect people to know that the the turn into the drive through is right. there? How do you expect anybody to know? I, I like logistics when it comes to being a guest at somebody else's event. I, I want to know where it is before I go.
1: It, sh- it should also be on the GPS, on the on Google the GPS, Maps, right? Google Maps. Everything. They need to have a website. A website is so important because people are going to immediately go to their website and look them up. Right. An Instagram account is great if these places yeah, have an Instagram so account.
0: I love the... To see an event and then have in mind where I'm going and I know exactly where to go. And then I get to enjoy it more because I'm like, okay, well, now I'm here. And now I have ample parking to choose from.
1: Yeah. And then
0: uh, once you get in, the next question is the experience. Yeah. Like, what are you you giving your guests?
1: What are we giving our guests? So, for sure, immediately when they walk into your event – Your registration table needs to be welcoming. It needs to be organized. It should be ready to go before the event even starts. Like that is another pet peeve of mine when people are still setting up their registration and it's like the event already started. That's so not cool.
0: Mine is when you're checking in and there's two different forms of checking in. Oh. Like I I want you to just have one way for everybody to check in.
1: And Eventbrite has been a great um, source for us, a great resource for us, because it also gives you a printout before the event so that you can just check people off there and you'll see who's already paid and who's, you know, general admission or who's VIP. Um, And it makes it also good to to gather leads as well, right?
0: You want to keep that information to keep them informed about the next
1: event. Yeah, for sure. So start thinking about that. And the experience is the next thing. So what experience did we want to give the people for October 7th? We talked about a panel.
0: Yeah, a panel live podcast uh, with un- basically no, no bars are being held. Everybody is being pretty open about how to start your own podcast. There's nobody saying, oh, I can't tell you what mic I use. I can't tell you what, what software I use. No, they're going to answer those questions and mm-hmm. help you out.
1: Right. I think that's just so important. And so um, it's crucial that when you start to think about the experience, you start to think about, you know, what if you were a guest – what would you like to see? Who would you like to hear about? So then it came down to let's find our panelists and so we put a call out on Instagram and we said hey we are doing an event, it's a podcaster's event, it's educational, it's inspirational we're looking for panelists and we got we We landed
0: some amazing
1: panelists we sure did and so Alice created a great Google form for people to just put in their information a lot of their contact information was on there, Um, requests for their links, for their websites, whatever else they were going to be sharing for the podcast as a panelist and then we went through it because we wanted to make sure that the panelists were people that were actually podcasters experienced. and experienced and didn't just published you know a few episodes that actually have consistency no
0: yeah all of them are well over three years in uh to the podcast game and they have polished websites or consistent episodes yep. so nobody on this panelist is a newbie
1: Right. So then we thought about that and then what do they need? What are the panelists needs? So we need them to have audiovisual needs met. So now we have our audiovisual person who's Jamal. Hey Jamal. Hey, <laughs> and yeah, Jamal has has been doing work with us for a long time as well and he's the person that I go to for all of my audio setup. And, you know, he does the pot of the producing here. And so for sure, I, I, you know, we started to think, what does Jamal need? So Jamal is setting all of that up, he's creating a budget for what he needs for the the event, if we need to rent microphones, if we need to get SD cards, I mean, what do we need for that day? So that's his job, again, find people that can be a part of your team and can and you can delegate the different roles and um, as as the leader of the group, I just check in with everybody at least t- twice a week to make sure everybody's, you know, on OK on task. And then if they need anything else for me, that's what I do. And, I, and the other thing as the hostess is one thing that I do a lot, too, is just go out there and ask for money and for sponsorships. And it's something that is not easy for me because I I'm like, oh no! I don't want to keep asking people <laughs> or the same person. I don't want to keep asking them again, and you know, so that kind of thing is difficult for me. But I'm kind of getting better at it. Get I think, out of your head. yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll get on my phone. I'm like, oh, let me send the text to this person. They have that. Let's see if they'll be Which do, they'll do it. So using your resources <laughs> exactly for this event. Like, and yeah. you also
0: don't have to buy everything if you can DIY it with ample enough time. Go mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. versus paying out of pocket if you can do it yourself.
1: Yeah, we were just talking about that because we were like, "Oh gosh, a step and repeat is so Mm -hmm. expensive," and then all of a sudden, uh, Alice is like, "Hey, let's just do logos on a projector," and I think that brings in the technology and it's super cool and awesome. So that's what we're going to be doing. You know, we're going to be doing a projector. Mm, Everybody see it clearly. And then as organizers, we don't have that cost. You know, we just have to set it up the day before. Get
0: innovative.
1: Right. Uh, And then after that, you know, we ask the panelists to send us their information. We have one um, email that everybody uses so that we can all go in there. We create uh, event folders in our Google Drive so that everything goes into one folder and only the organizers or the planners have access to it. So it's either photos, it's um, copy. What else do we have in there? Um,
0: Uh, forms. forms, we have a copy for the website, which is also really important.
1: And so it's super cool because we also created a form for vendors. So we said, hey, vendors, come on down. Sold that out easily. That sold out, like, literally within two or three days. Natalia Castillo her skincare expert, will be there. Her Sweet Studio, she does permanent jewelry, which is interesting because it's actually attached to your body. I'm excited
0: about that.
1: I'm interested in that, too. Honeybee's Organizing Solutions, she does organizing. You know I love organizing. I know. Honeybee's Organizing Um. V S me. That how best me beast v- me. It's like
0: a play on words like envious like
1: envious. V S me. Ah, oh, okay. It's a wow. <laughs> gotcha. Girl, you're good. <laughs> Bow empowerment. Um this is a coach and she's a self um love coach. She teaches you how to love yourself like and how products. to self-care. Yeah, her stuff is really cool. Very so encouraging. She's, so she's going to have things there and she's a wonderful um motivator as well. Oh, uh, and then we have our panelist Melissa Chavez. She has a uh, after 50. Past
0: level 50.
1: Past level 50. With Mel. With Mel, Crystal Profit. She has the Profit Podcast. Uh, Yvette and Giovanna, they do the YG collaborations and they do a podcast on relationships. Laura, by the way, she has a post-NARC podcast because it's about narcissism.
0: Yeah, living with the post I
1: know, which is such an interesting topic
0: it's very niche
1: i know very cool so we then we talk about after that we've got all those details we've already secured our panelists we secured our vendors we're super excited about that we have have talked food and wine we're going to be getting sponsors for that we've already got our sponsor for our wine and drinks odyssey title has been amazing and coming through for us in that sense so that's wonderful we also are um Getting um, our food through Papa John's. That's also another sponsor, which is fabulous because we do love our Papa John. Well, while we're talking about
0: sponsors, yes. I'll just mention uh, the Cuvee Collective, Victoria Garcia Studios, and Seas just real quick.
1: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that because they are definitely great sponsors and people that we definitely. So let's add to the experience. Victoria Garcia is going to be having a headshot.
0: Oh, yeah, which I think is very necessary if you're starting a podcast, you need a proper headshot. Because uh, when you're sending graphics uh, to designers and to the website, you want something that looks polished across the board. Or even just to have on LinkedIn, you need a proper headshot.
1: Yep. I think it's so important. It looks so professional, too. If you're serious about what you're doing, then definitely be serious about your look and your brand. It's so important. Have that website that that pops and looks good and is important. Like, if you're going to be doing something, you know you're going to take an investment. You're going to have to invest in it oh, yeah. and pay money.
0: And then when you're mm-hmm. a part of v- events like this, you also want to have a nice headshot. So, like, the next time you're at an event, you can get your headshot here at our event, and then you'll have this polished headshot. That's
1: right. And then we talked about, okay, so how do you pay for all of this stuff? So there's different ways, right? We can do sponsors. We can find sponsors. We can use vendors who can also pay a small fee. Um, Ticket sales is one of the best ways. And so we go through Eventbrite to sell the tickets.
0: And so we had to just adjust that today to make sure that we were accommodating our VIPs and then make sure the general admission was clear-cut on what they're getting.
1: Right. Right, because I think it's so important that you you make it as clear. And this is something Alice has been so good in in helping me because I tend to just go boom, 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 boom. And then she's like, you forgot to put this, you forgot to put that. So it's always good to just keep, you know... um, Keep in mind that you want to be as clear and as concise as possible because the people that are reading your event or reading about your event want to know exactly what's going on. Um, Have all those details. The agenda needs to be, and that's that's something that Alice also said, hey, we really need to work on this agenda and make sure that we really um, give details of what's going on because it's important.
0: Yeah, we're trying to pack out this 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. event, so it's like I don't want any question about where anybody should be. And yep. we can all uh, follow the plan accordingly, and everybody can get the most out of this experience.
1: Yep, I, I agree with you. So that's what's what we've been working on. Um, again, you also have to think about how you're going to promote it, the marketing of it. That's another part. That's another crucial component of it, right?
0: Yeah, we were talking about that too. Actually, we went down this whole list. We, didn't did, we? we <laughs> did. We did.
1: We did. <laughs> well, that's why we're talking about it because we're helping people plan a great event. Right, right. So it's promotion. We're doing social media, Facebook events. What else are we doing? So
0: you gotta also think about your local groups that would want to participate in the event. And so uh, uh, with today, we spent time customizing yeah uh, promo codes for certain groups that we feel would benefit from it, this experience.
1: Right. I think that's also very important to talk about because we we forget that. Um, People like to come with other friends, yeah. and that's a great way for them to come with somebody else is just to give a group a, a promo code, and that way they can come and invite their friends to join. Right. So that's also the marketing. We also talk a lot about it. We've been networking a lot, and telling people. promotion across our cross vendors promotion. and panelists. Yep. Uh,
0: um, that's another key aspect is making sure everyone involved is posting because that gets you across to their audiences, too. That may not have known about you
1: very true and so the the other things that we consider is you know what are we going to need for the day of the event and so we talk about like a registration table we need somebody to volunteer for that we need somebody that's going to do photography video for us so that we have that documentation as well because it'll help us promote the event for next year as right. well right so that's important and uh, finding a videographer you night uh, Unified Atlantic is going to be our videographer for that day. And so, you know, you have to consider, like, the future as well. Like, what can you reuse and and apply for another, another event, right? Yeah, I think
0: that's very smart.
1: And that's another way of also conserving some of your resources as well. And so... Which you
0: uh, you did earlier too. She thought back to something she may have to add to the event. And she's like, oh, wait, I have some of that. I'm like, that's perfect. We can make use of it.
1: Yes, exactly. (laughs) So there's so there's that. and then, you know, at the event, have fun. I'll be um, host a scene and welcoming everybody into the event. And uh, Alice will be putting out fires all day because <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing any of that. you're doing it. That. <laughs> um, but definitely having that day of, you know, figuring out when we set up, you, how we're going to take everything down, um, having the people to come in and volunteer. Usually I'll ask friends to come and help set up and take down. Um, that's al- always something to consider and to think about. And then have a strategy in in in, um, in how you're going to set up the day of and, and, and talk about it with your team No, right ahead of time.
0: Not a lot of event spaces allow you to set up uh, before the time you've allocated. So you have to take that into consideration about your... What you're creating and bringing in, it, it has to be ready by the time your guests arrive.
1: Yeah, exactly. Everything needs to be ready by the time they're coming. And I would say 30 minutes before they show up. Like, don't Ideally. be running around. Yeah, definitely. Um Five minutes before, don't do that because it's just so not cool. And people can tell that you're not, you don't okay, have it together and prepared. So it doesn't look good on you, especially if you're wanting to host something special and unique that you wanted to continue for years. Your re- your, your reputation will precede you. And there's events that I don't go to anymore because they're just so disorganized that I just refuse to pay the no, money. I- you know, and our, our tickets are $25 general oh, admission and affordable. then $50 for VIP. And the VIP people get one-on-one sessions with season podcasters so you're going to get to ask one-on-one questions of of those um panelists of the people that are going to be experts doesn't get any better than that it's a great deal
0: which speaks to the price point and who your audience is because like we were talking about earlier uh the group of women that podcast in houston is very low like 29 percent of women in texas are podcasting that's that's a slow like very low number considering we're half of the listeners
1: right exactly
0: so, we, we're trying to get you started with this experience.
1: Yes. So, that's why it's important for us to just share with you some of those tips and some of those ideas that can help you and some strategies that can help you when you plan your own event. But at the same time, I invite you to come down, come to Houston, come to our event October 7th, 11 to 2 at the Cuvette Collective. You can find all that information on Eventbrite. You can also go to com, and there's an events tab on there with all of our information as well. You'll see who's our vendors, you'll see who's our panelists, what we're going to be talking about. It's a wonderful experience. It's an educational, inspirational place for you to even come and network even if you don't want to be a podcaster even if you're not even interesting in podcasting come and network with fabulous amazing people
0: no you have that and the fact that we have other sessions that are geared towards pretty much anybody that's an influencer blogger if you have a following you're trying to convert yeah you're you're more than welcome to come because there are going to be moments that are are just for you in general
1: that's right Thank you, Alice. No problem. I can't do this without you. I appreciate you so much.
0: <laughs> oh man, I love to be a part of these experiences.
1: How did you like podcasting right now? This is fun. Ah! This is fun. This
0: Let's is my do first more. Time. Let's yeah. do more. Okay. Okay.
1: All right. Thanks, everybody. And check it out, and let us know what you think. And if you uh, have any questions, don't hesitate to let us know. But more details will be in the description. Bye. Bye.